Memories of me. As I sit here quietly watching my daughter play with her friends, I remember when I was four years old and we lived in Texas near a park with a big slide and swings. I had a lot of little friends who came to my house to play and have fun. I remember we had an old dog, a basset hound, that was stolen from our yard. They left his leash and collar, but they took the dog. We really missed him. He was like a best friend. That old sad dog. I remember when we moved to California when I was six. I was in first grade and I sat next to my best friend Henry until he got mad at me and stabbed me in the arm with his number two pencil. He got spanked by the principal for that. I remember when we moved into our new house I had to share a room with my little sister. She was four. She's still with the bed, and mom didn't like that. She spanked my baby sister each time, loud and hard, I remember. My new best friend, Sandra, she lived on my street. She had blonde hair and freckles, lots of freckles just like me. Her mom used to compare us, our height and our weight. Her mom was funny. She turned 29 every year. I remember the summer when I was eight, my mom worked a lot and my dad was overseas in Germany for two years. That summer was full of adventures, but mom wasn't around much and we got into trouble and I got spanked every day that summer. I remember the first time my sister Angie got drunk she was 13 and I was 10. She got busted by my mom. Her breath smelled of liquor. Her eyes were red. She was stumbling and tripping and her words were slurred. I remember my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Hapner, inspired me to learn. I craved it more and more. He let us work at our own pace. I finished the math book and I wanted to learn more, so I did. I remember how he left us in the middle of the school year and didn't come back. He had a heart attack. He didn't die, but he didn't come back. We had a substitute for the rest of the year. I remember how I loved student government in sixth grade. It was fun going to meetings, standing up in front of the class and giving reports until the teasing started. They called me big lips and fish lips I remember my first real kiss. The boy was named Troy. We were at King's Skate Country, the local teen hangout. We kissed for a while, and to my surprise, he gave me a hickey. I was so embarrassed at age 12. I remember junior high, taking six classes with six different teachers. It was the 80s. Leg warmers were in, and vans and Converse. Cinnamon rolls on snack break, Doritos and chocolate malts at lunch. That's when I met Mark. I remember him. Mark, how could I forget? He took my innocence at 14 and wanted even more. He took me by force, then he denied it. Of course, why not? I remember being friends with Steve for over a year 
how he cared for me, how he was there for me, how we dated for three years, how I loved him. And then I learned that he betrayed me. I remember my high school friends, Valerie, Stefan, James, and Bonnie. Stefan and I always went out for lunch. James taught me how to use chopsticks. Bonnie sat next to me in class and we passed notes a lot. Valerie was my best friend. I don't know where the rest are, Nick, Ginny, John, and Melissa. I remember my first year at Berkeley. I made many friends. Yvette and Yvonne, Dana, Lewis. Then I met the other Steve, my true love, or so I thought, until I discovered he betrayed me too. I remember feeling so hurt and so angry and devastated when I found out. I thought I'd never love again, but I was wrong. I did. I did love again. I remember graduating from college. My mom was so proud and applying to grad school and taking a year off to work and save money to buy my first new car and to find myself. I remember moving to Miami, studying for hours in medical school, waiting for student loans to come in, eating ramen noodles and Taco Bell when I was broke and going to the white beautiful beaches, rollerblading down A1A dancing with friends until the morning. I remember the day I met Angel. I wore a white skirt and a blue t-shirt and my beige knee-high boots. I was with Paula, my best friend. We danced and we drank and then we danced some more. We got a ride home and a kiss goodnight, nothing more. I remember how I felt with Angel. I felt alive, it felt right. It was passionate. I fell in love with that and with him. Then suddenly I had to leave for LA. I had to start my new job. I remember feeling sad and heartbroken to leave him and us. So he came to LA to see me. We were so in love. We eloped in Las Vegas and it was over. I remember how it was before July 2nd, 1995, our wedding day. We had fun. We made passionate love. We wanted to be with each other. Then everything changed. The moment we said I do, it was over. I remember how shocked I was when he flipped. He changed instantaneously. He was no longer kind and loving. He became mean and sarcastic. He was vicious. His words cut like a knife, and he knew it. I think he knew it. I remember how he was before and how he was after. How strange, I thought, how qu quickly he can change, how quickly everything can change. Now what do I do? Do I get out now, or do I try to make it work? I remember my decision to try to make things better, to try to get things back to the way they were before he changed. Time passed, then I finally figured it out. Seven years later, I remember when I figured it out, after my daughter was born, when I realized he'll never change. This is the real him.
Before we were married, he put on an act, and boy was it good. I remember during our marriage trying to get pregnant and the miscarriages, how I grieved my unborn children, and the news, finally, that I was pregnant again with my daughter in January 2001. I remember being afraid of losing another baby, or worse, of losing my daughter after she was born because of him. He could hurt her. He hurt me before. I remember the day I decided to leave, to leave for good. My child was one and a half, and I was numb. I stood there holding her as he cursed at both of us. I didn't even cry. I couldn't. I was numb. I remember making an escape plan, consulting with a lawyer, seeing a counselor, going to the bank to protect us both. He didn't know that I was leaving, that he was out. I remember making new friends, going to support groups, talking to my mom and sisters, connecting with old friends. It was an exciting time, but it was scary too. What if he found out? I was very careful. I remember how close I felt to my mom as I shared my story with her. She said, you have to get out. I know I do, I replied. That's when I lost her. My mom, my beautiful Peruvian queen mother, I lost her. I remember the day she called to tell me she was in the hospital. There was a tumor in her stomach. The doctors confirmed it. She had two months left to live. Only two months left. I remember taking care of her on the weekends and taking care of my daughter and my patients during the week and not taking care of myself. But how could I? There was no time for that. I remember driving for hours and taking airplanes with my two-year-old baby always by my side. And he was gone. Thank God he was already gone. Time passed so quickly, and so did she. I remember how beautiful she was, my mom. She was so tiny, yet so strong. She was the best cook I've ever known. She came so far, and she loved her children so much. I remember her funeral. I cried the whole time under big dark glasses in the church. My sisters and my dad spoke at the altar, and I just sat and cried and cried and cried. I couldn't speak. I missed her already. I remember starting over, a new house, a new life, a new lover, a new set of friends, a new attitude, a new respect for life, and feeling grateful yet humble. I remember how I was as a child, as a teenager, as a college student, as a young doctor, as an abused wife, as a mother, and how I am now. Amazed and amused at how many things I can remember 
as I sit here quietly watching my daughter play with her friends at the park. <laughs>